need about three or four hundred people in the building that can testify you're living your best life. Oh. Hey! Come on, I could be uh, in a bar this morning, uh, but God brought me out uh, and I'm in the house of the Lord giving God the praise. I just need a few witnesses in the building. Uh, I should be in a drug house uh, this morning, but the Lord uh, brought me out on time uh, and I'm living uh, my best life. Woo! Hey! I just feel like telling somebody this morning when I came to Jesus, I didn't have to give up anything. Somebody said you had to give up this and you had to give up that. Baby, I didn't give up anything. Can I just be honest with you this morning? I smoke all the cigarettes I want to smoke. It got quiet up in here. I do all the drugs I want to do. The, the point is, I don't want to do it anymore. I didn't have to give up anything, but I was delivered from a whole lot of things. And I just need about 300 radical people in the building that would testify I'm living my best life now. to somebody that the best night in the dance club doesn't even compare to what's going on in this place this morning. I'm living my best life now. I just need some praisers to go ahead and give him the praise. I used to dance for the devil, but this morning I'm dancing for Jesus. smoked a joint that made me feel like what I feel in the presence of the Lord. I just need some witnesses in the building. I never put anything in my veins that made me feel like the grace of God makes me feel. I'm living my best life right now. I just need somebody to take about 60 seconds and let the devil know
a sports game that ever did for me what being in the presence of the Lord has done. I'm no longer on a football team or a basketball team. I'm on Team Jesus this morning. And he never fails and he never loses. I need some victorious people. One more time, open your mouth and give him a shout of praise in this place. said hello Jesus Woo. tell your neighbor neighbor y'all got to do it right tell them neighbor tell them the best life is the blessed life anybody believe that this morning put your hands together one more time and give it praise Come on, do I got any blessed people in the building? I mean some really blessed people. Some pressed down, shaking together, and running over blessed people in the building. If you're blessed, and you know you're blessed, give them a shout of praise in this house. God, I'm living under an Abrahamic blessing. I wish I had a theologian in the, in the house. I said, I'm living under an Abrahamic blessing. According to the book of Galatians, the blessing of Abraham belongs to me. And one of the things that God told him, he said, Abraham, I'll bless them that bless you. Tell your neighbor, tell him if you want to be blessed, just bless me and watch what happens. 
Oh, don't act shy in the building this morning. Uh, don't be shy if you know God's favor is on you. You got to tell somebody if you want to be blessed, uh, just go ahead and bless me and watch uh, what. Part of his promise also said, and I'll curse them that curse you. <laughs> tell your other neighbor, don't mess with me. <laughs> Anybody excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Are you grateful to be in this place today? Woo! Amen. Shake somebody's hand on the way to your seat. Tell them how glad you are to see them in the house of the Lord this morning. Tell them you look good. Come on, tell them you look good. If they don't look good, just say it by faith in Jesus' name. Just call those things that are not as though they were. You look good. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. I just want to take a brief opportunity this morning to say what a privilege and an honor it is to have all of our guests here in the house of the Lord today. Rock Church, can I borrow your hands and your voice and one more time, would you help me give a great big ovation? I know we can do a little bit better than that. Help me really make welcome uh, all of our guests that are here in the house of the Lord today. We want you to know what an honor and a privilege it is for us that you would take time out of your Sunday morning and come worship in the house of the Lord here at the Rock Church. And if you're here for the very first time, you should have received a VIP invitation card. And that VIP invitation card is an invitation for you to join us immediately after the service in our VIP room. And we have some light refreshments and a small gift that we'd love to give you just as a token of our appreciation uh, for having you here with us today. And uh, we want you to know that you are only a guest for five minutes. After five minutes here, we just consider you family in this place. Amen, Rock Church. Would you turn around 360 degrees, shake every hand you can touch, and tell them welcome home this morning. Come on, tell them welcome home, welcome home. Amen, welcome home. We're so glad that you're here. It's so good to see Brother Moore home this morning. Amen. It was his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Brother Moore. And Sister Tabitha's birthday today. Happy birthday, Sister Tabitha. They finally made it to the 30s club. Amen. They finally made it into the 30s club. And uh, so happy birthday to them. So good to have uh, First Lady Kirk back in the house of the Lord with us again this morning, all the way from Arkansas. Come on, help me welcome her back to the house of the Lord today. Amen. And then so good to have uh, Brother Novi with us all the way from North Carolina this morning. Would you help me give him a great big welcome in the house of the Lord today? Amen. And I, I was passing through the aisles and saw that sister Keisha's back home she's been out of town a little bit glad sister Keisha's home this morning amen and I'm glad to be counted in that number this morning in the house of the Lord amen somebody amen we're so very grateful for what the Lord has been doing this past week we had several more people baptized in Jesus name 
and filled with the Holy Ghost. Anybody grateful for revival in the house of the Lord? How many of you want God to use you in this end time harvest? Come on, I'm going to ask you, how many of you want God to use you in this end time harvest? Woo! The reality is, is that his word tells us that branches that don't produce fruit, he cuts off and burns them. Oh Lord, I lost all my shouters right there. Y'all was shouting about three minutes ago, live in my blessing. Can I just remind us this morning, God didn't rescue us to just put on fancy clothes and show up to church on Sunday mornings. God rescued us so that we could reach somebody else. Amen, somebody. Come on. I want my life to produce fruit in this place. Woo. Amen. Stand with me, if you would, all over this house as we prepare for the word of the Lord in this place. I am so excited and so uh, honored this morning to bring our, our guest speaker to this pulpit today. Uh, what a privilege and an honor it is to have Sister Melody Elder with us all the way from Pueblo, Colorado. Would you help me give her a great big Rock Church welcome today? <laughs> I have known Sister Melody Elder all her life and uh, have had the privilege of watching her uh, grow up into the incredible anointed young lady that she is today and uh, this church knows and it goes without saying really uh, how much my bishop uh, Bishop Paul Elder and his family mean to me and Sister Melody Elder is uh, the daughter of Bishop Elder, and by proxy, I, I don't know how this works. I guess it's just church family. I'm both her oldest brother and her uncle at the same time. You could try to figure that out later. And uh, I have watched God place his hand upon her. And one of the things that I am so grateful for is all of the young men and young women that God is anointing for this day and this hour in the kingdom of God. Would you help me thank God for the next generation that he is anointing? Amen. Sister Melody Elder is being used all over the, the country. Uh, she is an incredible uh, singer, vocalist, but most importantly, she is a woman of God. Amen. A young lady of consecration. God's hand is on her. And uh, I am so excited to have her here with us today to deliver the word of the Lord. How many of you came ready to receive what God has for us in this house? Come on, did you come with an open heart for what God has? Would you put your hands together one more time? Come on, help me give God a great big praise all over this house as she comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us today. Let's give him the praise today. You're worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, somebody ought to try that. Shout hallelujah. Oh, help me praise him, help me praise him. 
presence of the Lord is in this place. I am so delighted to be here. Is anybody happy to be in church on a Sunday morning? Amen. Amen. There's no place that I would rather be than right here in the presence of the Most High with His people, with my family, with my church family. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. I, don't, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to sing a little bit. I just, I just can't help when God's been so good to me. Oh, Jesus, 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 there's just something about that give honor to my bishop and first lady, my parents. Amen. You know, there's just some people that you have in your life that you have encounters with, you build relationships with throughout your life that when you try to express how much they mean to you, how much they have impacted you, you just can't put it into words. You can't quite really express how much you love and appreciate them. And that's how I feel about my parents. And that's also how I feel about your bishop and first lady Williams. Amen. 
I am honored and humbled, thankful that I am one, just one of the many young people that their influence impacts all around the world. And so we are blessed today. Amen, Rock Church. Amen. And I encourage you, if you don't have a father figure, a mother figure, someone in your life that comes to your mind when, when someone speaks words like this, look to the church. Look to your pastors, pastoral leadership, because that's how the family of God works. That's how the body of Christ works. Amen. I'm so thankful to be a part of his church. If we could turn to Isaiah 55, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6. Whether you're using your phone or your Bible, why don't we all read this together this morning? <clears throat> Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Amen. You could put your Bibles down. Let's all lift our hands across this house. Why don't you try and lift them as high as you can reach? Jesus, we need you today, Lord. We are just willing vessels in your hands, God. You are the potter and we are the clay. And we're here to hear you, God. We're here to spend time with you, Jesus. We're here to hear a word from you, oh God. We're not just going through the motions today, Lord. But we've come to dwell in your presence, Jesus. To seek you first, God. To put you first today, Jesus. We've come to give you our everything today, Jesus. Have your way in this place today, God. Have your way in our lives today, Jesus. We worship and adore you. Let's put our hands together. Let's give him a shout of praise. Oh, come on, a shout that he is worthy of. Our best praise. We bring you our hallelujah. We bring you our hallelujah. For you are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy of our highest praise. You are worthy of the highest praise, Jesus. There is no one beside you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. The murals, the mural fills, excuse me, on July 5th, of 2020 in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, hundreds of citizens gathered to witness the unveiling of a famous mural painted on the side of the Trifecta's Events Productions building. The crowd was settled, unsettled and buzzing. There was unrest. And they were here to witness the completion of this special artwork. Phones were out, photographers were everywhere. Many were recording live on social media. They were all capturing the finished work of the mural even as the paint was drying. The mural fills the entire side wall of a warehouse more than 100 feet wide and 30 feet tall. It features the faces of those killed by police or those who died in police custody. And the mural also features these words, say their names. This abstract painting was not created without reason 
or agenda, no. These artists had donated their time, talent, and treasure to ensure its completion within a week's time. Stewart, one of the artists, tells a reporter, I want people to be happy for the beauty of the mural, but I want them to understand and find solace in the pain and healing. On Sunday, Jonathan Johnson an all black, led an all-black choir at the murals unveiling to spread the message of hope. Thankfully, our fight is being seen all over the world. Our fight is being seen all over the world. It's being received, he said. What is this fight that Jonathan Johnson was referring to? What is hashtag say their names movement about? <clears throat> Bring awareness to these stories that no one wants to talk about. Say their names, do something to cause the people to ask the right questions, they say. Bring awareness to the names of the people that have been victimized, accused falsely, and killed unjustly. Say their names. This is what they're preaching, what they're saying. Mainstream media, you're too quiet. Say their names. Public society, why isn't it popular to speak up? Say their names. Education system, our children and the future generations of our nation, they need to know, say their names. This and so much more is all that the mural represents. This phrase, say their name, is their main preaching point. Whole organizations have been built on this idea. Say their names. Masses by the millions on social media are ignorantly buying into and promoting this phrase, say their name. Mainstream media started quoting their manifesto, say their name. Those who chose not to bow in submission to quote their declaration were shamed and canceled publicly. Students were mocked and ridiculed on campuses nationwide for not shouting, writing, or posting this phrase, say their name. This movement was preaching, say their name, say her name, say his name. But where is the result that they promised? <clears throat> where is the change they screamed for as they violently rioted in the streets? Where is the progress? Tell me, show me, where? is the progress that the, that the mob has been demanding. They wanted this phrase to evoke change. They wanted this phrase, say their name, to evoke emotion that moves people to make decisions to change their lifestyles. They wanted this phrase, say their name, to change mindsets and perspectives. They wanted environments and whole households to be reshaped and built when they spoke this phrase, say their name. They wanted to speak this phrase, say their name, and wipe away the horrible and embarrassing parts of a whole nation's history. They believed they 
they could speak this phrase, say their name, and we the people would be empowered to do what they thought was the right thing to set the course straight for our children's future. They wanted to speak this phrase, say their name, and be able to reset the past, the present, and the future. There is only one name that can change the past, the present, and the future. Because the one who owns this name is outside of and fills all time and space of the past, the present, and the future. Revelation 22:13 says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, the first and the last. Jeremiah 23, 21 through 30 says, Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord? His name is Jesus. Somebody shout the name Jesus. There is only one name that has all power. Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Matthew 16, verses 17 through 18, Jesus said, And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. In whose name? They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Somebody say the name. Jesus is the only name that when we are baptized in it, he washes away the horrible and embarrassing sins of our past, giving us a new future. Acts 4.12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. And now, why tarriest thou? In Acts chapter 22, he says, Why tarriest thou? I propose to you this same question. If you have not been baptized in the only saving name of Jesus, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. What is the name of the Lord? Jesus. Hebrews 9.22 And without shedding of blood is no remission of sins. There is only one man that shed his blood for the remission of sin. Matthew 26, 28, Jesus says, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Acts chapter 2, verses 38, Peter gets up and he preaches, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Somebody shout the name. There is only one name that can change the environment of families when they make up their mind to pray in that name. John 16, 24 says, Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Somebody say the name. 
Jesus is the only name that when we pray in his name, mindsets and perspectives are changed and reformed. Jude chapter 1 verses 20 through 21 shows us that praying in the Holy Ghost builds up our faith, keeps us in the love of God, looking to his mercy. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And John 14, 26 says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, in whose name? He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. And what is the name of the Father? You may ask today. John 10, 30, Jesus is speaking. He says, I and my Father are one. What is the name of the Father? There is only one name of one man who when he was victimized, falsely accused, publicly shamed, and violently executed, they buried him in a tomb. But on the third day, on the third day, he rose with all power and authority. He rose from the grave and ascended into heaven to send his spirit to live in the hearts of man. Acts chapter 2, this is when it happened. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. When we receive the Holy Ghost, we receive the Spirit of the Comforter. We receive the Spirit of the Father. The Spirit of God that drives away all fear. His Spirit drives away all fear. But if the Spirit of Him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. If you have the Holy Ghost, help me shout the name Jesus. In verse 15 of the same chapter in Romans 8. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. When we speak and when we live in the name of Jesus. He delivers us from fear. Can anybody testify to that? Now I'm going to say everyone's favorite words. You can all stand. Musicians, you can come. I saw some people get excited when I say that. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 says, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name, whose name? Shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. 
In Matthew 1, 21 says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. We have received this name. We live in this name, the name of Jesus. This is a Jesus name culture. We are the Jesus name people. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 through 9 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And Philippians chapter 2 verses 9, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus... Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We have the answer to violence in this world. We have the answer to drug abuse. We have the answer that delivers the alcohol addict. We have the answer to divorce and family division. We have the answer to broken government systems. We have the answer to gender confusion. We have the answer to every sickness and every infirmity. We have the answer to depression and anxiety. We have the answer to chaos and confusion. What is the answer you may ask? Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer today. It may seem simple, but Jesus said, if we would become as of a little child and be converted, and this, this is a testament that the things and the ways of God are simple. They are not complicated. It is not overcomplicated. God's ways are simple and they are unchanging from the beginning of time until today, until the end of time. Jesus' name remains the same. The name of Jesus has all power. John 14 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, on Jesus, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. And that boggles my mind because when I read, when we read in the scriptures of all of the things that Jesus said and did, and John says the worlds could not contain. The worlds could not contain all of these things. But he said, because of my name, and when we live in that name, and when we are born again in that name, we are to do greater things. Greater things. We are to live in abundance. Abundance of miracles. An abundance of blessings. An abundance of favor. Today, maybe this is your first time in an apostolic church, in a Jesus name church. Or maybe you've always come to a church that preaches the name of Jesus. He is here today to touch, 
to heal and to deliver. And when we call on his name, he saves us, he renews us, he strengthens us, he heals us, he delivers us, he answers our questions. He brings light to the dark places of our lives. So today, I implore you, call upon his name. Say his name. Say Jesus' name. If he shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If he love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. They're looking, they're looking for change. They're looking, they're looking for the answer to all of their problems. Don't let the phrase, don't let this idea become cliche in your mind. There is a hole in our hearts that only Jesus can fill. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Jesus is here today for you. He is here. He has come. He is in this room and he is moving. He is reaching. He has come for you today. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Time is running out. Seek him while you have time. While he is near, call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon you. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. I don't care what kind of sin you're living in or you have lived in in the past. His word is true and he has spoken. He said he will abundantly pardon. He will abundantly pardon you. Not only will he forgive you, but he washes away your sins. He will forget your sins. He will forget the mistakes that you made. He will teach you to walk in his favor, in the liberty of the Holy Ghost. He will teach you to walk into a future of power and dominion, living without fear, living without condemnation, living without the bondage of sin, living outside of the cycle of bondage, living outside of the cycles of fear. Why don't we raise our hands all across this house? It's time to go in his name today. It's time to speak his name wherever you go. When you wake up in the morning, say his name. When you lay your head at the night to sleep, say his name. These altars are open. Jesus is here for you. Come and speak his name with me. Come and call on the name of Jesus with me. Don't overcomplicate it. Jesus is here for you today. Reach out and touch him. Reach out and touch him. 
Whatever you need, it's in the name of Jesus. Whatever you need is in the name of Jesus. Whatever you need is in the name of Jesus. We worship you today, Jesus. We've come to exalt your name today, Jesus. We've come to lift up your name today, Jesus. You know every situation in this room, God. You see every need, Lord. Even the ones that are unspoken, God. Even those of us who are afraid to say your name. You see us. You hear us. You're here today. You hear our hearts cry today, Jesus. You're here to minister to us today, God. just trying to sit back this morning uh, but would you respond this morning to what God is doing in this house come on everybody under the sound of my voice just move towards this altar as close as you can right now all over this building there are people with needs in your life desperation over situations in your family and in your job and life circumstances uh, and you need God desperately uh, to do something in your life while they're coming I want you to listen to me for just one moment how many of you understand this morning that God does not respond to needs if God responded to needs there would be no more needs in the world right now does not respond to needs. God responds to faith. 
That's why you can see Jesus move through crowds of people, move through entire cities, and people who had needs would leave and go back home the same way that they came. But every once in a while in that scripture, you would read about somebody who got into the crowd, who got into the city, and when they knew Jesus was coming, the Bible said they would press their way through the crowd. Another person the Bible said uh, that when he heard Jesus was coming, uh, lifted his voice uh, and called his name and said, Jesus!